J F A B E da 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 J F A B E da 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 da. That's Sony theme song, Jay. Oh, oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that. It's really, it's really good. Cool. <laughs> Gonna do it every episode. Excellent. <laughs> Welcome to JFabe, episode four. Um, it is presently, or at time of release, the 17th of February, 2019. We're recording this on the 16th of February, 2019. Um, this is our go-home show um, before the WWE's extravaganza, the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> Oh, okay. it's already started. Right. Already started. Elimination chamber. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go home yeah. show. Go home show. Elimination <laughs> chamber. Blibbity blibbity blah. I am rich. Um, sitting to the left of me, and also to the left of your audio slightly, because I like to do some crazy audio things that makes it sound like you're in the room with me. Um, is Jay? Say, Jay. Say hello, everyone. Hi. Jay. Hi, hi everyone. How is yeah. it? How is it going? Um, yes, it is going well. I'm sure they will <laughs> tell you back. I'm sure they um, will because they're sure all they excited will. for the elimination chamber which um, I am trying to drum up some excitement for um, and I imagine we're all kind of a little bit wrestled out with all this wrestling that's going on there's so much content so much content I think there is a lot of content yeah um, I think we mentioned this a lot yeah we do so we much do. content <laughs> maybe maybe if they put less content up um, they could they could work on the quality and then I guess yeah. I know, it sounds like a crazy, crazy idea. idea yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of such crazy ideas, originally when we came up with this con- um, this podcast, we decided to call it JFabe because of our love for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, and then Wrestle Kingdom happened, and how are we finding New Japan Pro Wrestling since then? I am not enjoying New Japan Pro Wrestling anymore. Yeah, we yeah. watched, um, well, let me put it this way we watched um, Jay White versus um, Tanahashi um, before we started this because it was the only part of their New Beginning series that we hadn't yet seen. Yeah. And... Um, Didn't enjoy the series at all. Yeah. All matches are just too short, really, aren't they? <sighs> the only match that really got me anywhere was um, Tetsuya Naito, and that might just be because Tetsuya Naito and Tai Chi, I think, has been probably the best thing on new japan pro wrestling recently which isn't necessarily i mean it's less it's less talking about how great that is and more damning indictment of the rest of the card because as much as i like tai chi he's not really yet main event ready um tetsu Yonaito doesn't play as well in the west i think as he does maybe in japan um i quite like him but he's still at that young Shawn Michaels level he's not quite he's not quite had his moment as far as I'm concerned um, so yeah tons um, of potential tons of potential um, shit loads of charisma but yeah that Jay White Tanahashi match it was just more a case of more of the same um, Jay White isn't ready to be holding that title but he did win um, that's because he's moving into Kenny Omega's storyline. Kenny was supposed to win 
that match, uh, but obviously Kenny has um, decided to leave New Japan Pro Wrestling. So, um, I, well, he's not saying he's leaving, um, but he seems to be taking a bit of a break at the moment um, because he does have a contract with AEW. Um, that's a name I've heard before. Um, <laughs> he has a contract with AEW, which apparently does not preclude him going back to New Japan. However, I can imagine that considering the amount of the amount of promotion that they are doing at the moment, New Japan aren't necessarily wanting to put all of their eggs in his basket. Um, yeah. Thoughts overall? Meltzer rating? I don't know. <sighs> Let's give it the minus four <laughs> out of five stars. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't it's, great. Yeah, it's, it's been alright. It's, it's fairly good content. The but new direction they're going with the new is it a president of New Japan Pro Wrestling? Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 not doing it for me really. Yeah, he's he's Short turning matches. it up a bit, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Shorter matches, not much storytelling really in the um, matches. The storytelling that is there is kind of subtle and seems to be happening um when the events are on the undercard rather than actually in the main matches themselves. Um which I get the idea because New Japan's always had this style previously where they have told the majority of the backstory in the undercards um, to um, other events. Like, for instance, you'd have a Road 2 event where you get a lot of small kind of subtle backstory and then the main event um, will kind of culminate on all of those stories. What they're instead doing is telling most of the backstory in the undercard matches at the Road 2 events and then... Um, the kind of main main event when they are main eventing on a on a headline show as it were um you're getting you're getting kind of a self-contained match long story um so that you can just dip in and out of the content works better for a casual audience but not necessarily um for the new japan style as a whole because you're getting these um shorter match contained stories and that kind of when you're playing to an international audience consists of working on the leg and that's about it really that was the match really yeah that was the match everyone worked on legs um and it was quite slam and lots, of, and lots of slams yeah yeah Not much striking right rich well yeah i mean um tanahashi um wrestles a very kind of old school new japan pro wrestling um slam based style um but um a great example of when you can see this in comparison to the modern star would be way to watch um, Tanahashi versus Shinsuke Nakamura Nakamura at um, G1 Climax um, 25 um, and then compare it to his match with him at Wrestle Kingdom 2 when Shinsuke Nakamura was but a wee lad um, in that situation you kind of you kind the prize of, fighter yeah you can see the prize fighter gimmick um, on Shinsuke Nakamura in his earlier stuff less Shinsuke Nakamura more kind of guy who left his dressing going on before coming out to the ring um, and the contrast in Shinsuke Nakamura style kind of does exemplify um, the difference in the old style and the new style because obviously he created the new style as he as he progressed um, it's okay it's a little bit King's Road um, but it's not it's not the New Japan Pro Wrestling that we've all kind of grown and loved within the last kind of three years at the moment it's almost feels like they are a band without a conductor. Um, they don't seem to have that main draw, and they have fallen back on their old classics, um, like Tanahashi, who's a little bit over the hill at the moment. I like him, but his style does not feel like it's innovating to me. 
I am looking forward though to um, Kota Ibushi who is returning for the New Japan Cup um, the J Cup do they call it that, I think it's Jacob, yeah. Yeah, um, that should be fairly good. Um, I have a feeling that he is going to win that, um, and then maybe we can start seeing um, a bit more of a resurgence in, in the style that we love. Um, I'm holding out hope um, for a later part of the year once all this AEW kind of calms down with Kenny Omega maybe jumping between the two and coming back as kind of an individual fighter, but we'll see. Um, but that's New Japan that's kind of I just wanted us to put our thoughts out there um, anything else to say on that or have I pretty much summed that up for us there I think that's pretty much summed up Rich nothing to add to that cool awesome um, so Elimination Chamber is coming up it is directly on top of us it feels like only yesterday we were sitting there and watching 700 hours of content over the Royal Rumble um, but they must continue to plough on um, jamming content down our throats um since the Royal Rumble, we've had a couple of high-impact things that probably are worth commenting on, um, such as the halftime heat. Um, that was 26-minute match, 26-minute match, um, three-way tag jam. Um, tag jam. Yeah, tag jam. Tag jam. Tag jam. Yeah, we'll always go with that. We were tag jam. Yeah. Yeah. It was. A th- it felt like a jam session because um, it, it was at the performance center. It had this had this kind of looser feel to it. Um, it felt very much like a celebration. Love the production on it. Um, really love the match. If you are looking for half an hour where you can just enjoy wrestling. Um, this, rather is, than, this is the one. That is the one. Um, it felt great, and it was nice to see WWE let its hair down a bit and progress the storyline, but not necessarily make it this, the sole focus. Um, really, really enjoyed that match. Worlds Collide as well. Worlds yeah. Collide, yeah. Um, so that was the, that had the t- um, two-hour tournament feel to it. Um, I liked them cutting out some of the cruft because that's still available on YouTube my pick went out in the first round so there we go <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, that's fair I was like, um, Gibson's taking it Gibson's definitely going to take that but it's out in the first round so. well I think um, <laughs> I think obviously Velveteen Dream um, he probably deserved it in fact he definitely deserves it um it kind of makes a bit more sense to me why he was out of action that weekend. So I imagine that was a knackering event to to do because obviously it was actually filmed at Access on the Monday. Um, and then, yeah, I think after you've wrestled kind of three or four matches and every single one that he appeared in was a fucking barnstormer, to be fair. I think uh, coupled with the halftime heat the following week had a lot on his plate I can understand why he nece- didn't necessarily get a match at takeover as a result bit um, of a rest yeah he yeah. deserves it he <laughs> deserves it um, I also liked no that's pretty much everything um, damn good event um, one of the better pieces of um, network exclusive content that WWE have put out in the last um, in the last few years I feel um, it's no CWC, which obviously is the holy grail as far as I'm concerned for network exclusive content. I don't know if you agree with that. It's a damn good tournament. I mean, it has been the best tournament that they've done yeah. so. Um, I love the tournament feel, though, for the network exclusives. Really love it. Um, Beast from the East was another great piece of piece of content like that. So, um, Everything has fallen into place in regards to the Elimination Chamber. Um, well... At least in front of the camera. 
Um, behind the camera, there's a bit more controversy going on, so we're going to touch on a bit of that. Um, what we're going to do today is go through each of the matches that are listed. And predict some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Let's see, let's see if I can get it right this time. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Elimination Chamber Women's Match, I'm going to imagine that's going to open up the main show. Um, uh, it's for yeah, the yeah. It's got, it's got you really. Yeah, there's no after the Royal Rumble. Um, you can't really have elimination chamber in the, in the middle and then also at the end. It wouldn't make any sense. The same with the Royal Rumble. I mean, I was so tired of Royal Rumbles by the time the men's Royal Rumble came around um, because <laughs> I'd seen th- the three women's matches. Um, one of them was a Royal Rumble, and then another Royal Rumble less than an hour later. Um, yeah, was kind of made everything else around it feel a little bit. So I'd, I'd like to see this open up the show. Like, um, for instance, when they opened up the Hell in a Cell with the tag title match um, a few years ago um, and then followed it up with the Hell in a Cell at the end, um, I felt that was a good format for this kind of show. It gives you time to digest what's happened in the first one before you get to the last one. Yeah, um, and it doesn't just kind of knacker everyone out by saying, oh, I saw that, I saw that, I saw that spot in the last match. Um, yeah. Exactly. Um, so Tamina Jax, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan. Um, right squad. Are they the right squad, are they? They are the right squad. Okay, so we've got Tamina and Jax. Then we've got the right squad. Then we've got the Iconics. We've got Carmella and Naomi. Those are going to be the four teams on the outside. Um, and then inside the ring, um, starting us off, are Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Fire um, and Desire, is that right? I am not sure. Um, I think it might be. Cool. Um, are they? Are they? Do you feel that they are fire and desire? Do you feel that they are both immolated and innovative enough to be called fire and desire? Probably not. Uh, cool. Uh, <laughs> Sasha Banks and Bailey, um, obviously reliable couple um, to be. And her connection. Exactly. Um, Predictions. Where are we with all of these guys, and where do you think it is going to go? Um, I reckon Tamina and Jax will be last two with uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey. Um, but I reckon they're going to put the titles on Tamina and Jax. You know, it's funny you should say all this because I had almost exactly the same prediction, okay. except. I think now's the time for Sasha Banks and Bailey. I think we've had the four horse women tease. Yeah. I yeah. think taking the four horse women, um, having them all hold a title, um, when we actually lead to the four on four, um, that could be a way to go. All you've got to do then is to um, put a belt on Charlotte after um, Becky Lynch clearly wins her match with Ronda Rousey, providing that actually happens at Wrestlemania which we'll go Probably into will fairly happen. shortly <laughs> I, I reckon that that should happen um, like yeah yeah um, anybody who you feel is to look out for in this match who do you think is going to kind of break the mould um, I mean you're always going to say Naomi I know you're a massive fan of Naomi anyway um, she'll have something to sleeve sorry she'll have something up her sleeve yeah she yeah. will she's, she's kind of becoming the female Kofi Kingston at this stage isn't she Quite innovative, so yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I mean, we re- we've watched um, this week in WWE to kind of catch us up on um, the stuff we may have missed um, during the content splurge, and she did this excellent kind of four fifty split thing. 
But um, it wasn't a four fifty. Was it not a four fifty? Jumps to the edge of the split. In my memory, it is. It was, so that so shows good. how it good really she good. is. It was really good. But, but no, she did <laughs> split uh, a split splash straight onto somebody, which I've never seen before. Um, You've only really seen it off like the second rope. Yeah. Like Chrissy Hemi. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But not not the way she did it. But yeah, no, it was fantastic. Um, so yeah, I think I think she's going to be someone to watch. Um, I'd love to see the damage that Tamina and Jax can do, but only kayfabe damage, please, this time, Naya. Um, <laughs> no um, injuries to Breaking people's noses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or just dropping people sheer on the head. Um, you know, well, you you know what your repertoire is for hurting people. Um, just just don't use it. Are you going to turn to wind your neck in? Wind your neck in, love. That is the wind your neck in of the episode. <laughs> Nia Jax, everybody loves you. Just stop injuring people. And when I say everybody, I mean nobody. You, you seem to be universally hated at the moment. And part of that's you doing your job, and part of that's you being a female Roman Reigns. Get on to the next match. <laughs> so we've got <laughs> best tag team in the world versus the Uzos. Okay. So, um, there's not really been much, um, there's not been really much to push this on TV other than the usual kind of face downs and the Miz and Shane doing their thing where they just kind of blah, 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 blibbity, yeah, yeah. blah. However, um, coming out of the Detroit Free Press, um, on February the 15th, um, this is after the Go Home Smackdown, um, I'm going to read this verbatim and then we're just going to discuss it. Um, WWE star Jimmy Uso arrested by Detroit police. World Wrestling Entertainment star Jimmy Uso is in the spotlight after being arrested during a traffic stop in Detroit this week, according to a report. TMZ Sports first reported the wrestler Jonathan Fatu, who performs under the WWE as Jimmy Uso in a tag team with his brother, was pulled over in the city and engaged in a dispute with law enforcement. According to TMZ, Fatu was in a car with his wife, who also performs in the WWE under the moniker Naomi. The pair allegedly were going the wrong direction on a one-way street. After police pulled the car over, TMZ Sports reported that Fatu took off his shirt and jacket and squared up like he wanted to fight. TMZ Sports added that Fatu was not in Detroit for a WWE event. Um, that's always suspicious. In a statement shared with... Because why else would you go to Detroit? Because you sure as fuck wouldn't go for pleasure. Um, in a statement shared with... Hi, Detroit. Hope you're listening. Um, in a statement shared with the free press on Friday morning, WWE said Jonathan Fatu is responsible for his own personal actions. Um damning indictment there um while the detroit police said it is not releasing the names of those involved a preliminary report detailed an incident on wednesday after a dodge journey was spotted going the wrong way down blah de blah blibbity blah um at approximately 10 15 p.m the report said that while the officer spoke to the driver the male passenger became irate exited the vehicle removed his jacket and shirt and assumed a fighting stance the officer then produced his conducted energy weapon and gave the suspect verbal commands the report added the man then complied and according to the report was arrested and taken to the detroit detention center for processing police said the man was ticketed and later posted bond um <sighs> so jimmy uso gets arrested squares up well before gets arrested involved in a traffic stop squares up to a police officer 
and almost gets tased, but then doesn't. WWE kind of step away and say, not our problem, um, judging by their statement there. Um, I mean, in other reports, it, it says there was smelling of alcohol as well, apparently, yeah. but no one got arrested for for that. So For drink driving, yeah. exactly, yeah. so no one didn't get arrested. So, um, I mean, we're reading the Detroit Free Press, which is probably a bit more reputable than, say, TMZ. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in the US when it comes to traffic stops there is um, a probable cause rule um, where effectively if somebody is smelling of alcohol you can arrest them under suspicion um, of drink driving in that situation um, and obviously search the car for drugs I would find it incredibly unlikely that the police officers in that situation would not um, go down that route were they to smell alcohol so I'm under the impression that whoever leaked or stated that they were smelling alcohol probably... Just putting it in there. Yeah, just popping it in there. Because, of course. Um, So, on the back of that, ring is this Ringside News? Yep, Ringside News have just today posted a article saying Jimmy Uso and Naomi are reportedly trying to get fired by WWE. Um... And a bit more buzz for All Elite Wrestling. <laughs> yep, yep, a bit more buzz for All Elite Wrestling. It's probably going to go there. I've not, I've, we've not read the article yet, so I'm just going to read it verbatim again. Um, and then we're going to see exactly what it implies. So, Jimmy Uso recently arrested in Detroit, threatened to fight a police officer. It blew up on the internet, made plenty of people speculate as to what happened in the situation. Naomi was driving the car and she was not arrested, according to the report. However, Jimmy was, and he later posted bail. The Usos have a SmackDown Tag Team Championship match set for Elimination ch- Chamber against McMiz. What a stupid name. And this is very troubling time for Jimmy and Jay. To make matters even more complicated, Fox News has reported that Jimmy Uso and Naomi are trying to get fired by WWE. One could only assume that AEW would be their desired destination. One could only assume. Hmm. Right. Yeah just, yeah. just assuming that. Yeah, that, yeah. Know. I mean, we, we've got great <laughs> merch sales. We're on TV every week. Um, so let's instead go and sit on the shelf until October, until until AEW ends up on TV, um, and not do anything. It's a long time. It's a long time. I mean, um, they've, they've only got five shows lined up at the moment, so... Yeah, I mean, oh, I bet they're so tired as well. I bet they're so tired of all the success they get with constant title victories, constantly being given the title year on year, um, constantly winning the title. Sorry, I'm going to keep some J Fabe in there and and say constantly winning the title. Um, they've had a great run with the Uso Penitentiary gimmick. Um, yeah, now I can see why they'd be tired and just want to, you know, get fired. Get fired, yeah. Um, especially <laughs> Naomi, who's currently in a, um, who's going to be with Carmella in a elimination chamber match as well so yeah no that sounds like the kind of conduct um that would be got to rest what shit what absolute horse shit who who wrote this um so who this was <laughs> this was apparently ringside news um it was somebody called h jenkins i love pro wrestling and hate bs <laughs> these two things drive me um well that is pro wrestling and that is also bs so yeah <laughs> So H they can, they Jenkins. can, yep. So um, 
ongoing situation, he claims towards the end of the article, um, Naomi is still set to star in the next season of Total Divas. So, I mean, I'm, uh, she's probably getting paid nothing for it. So I imagine that she'll just be like, yeah, no, no, no. I just want to get fired. I went out. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I'm going to go to AEW and get some, get some, get some sweet, sweet glow stick money. <laughs> Just stop, internet. Just stop. It's too much internet for today. We should turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, lots of great comments there as well. I call bullshit. Bullshit says Vance. Um, that's some bullshit. Says use the Leviathan. Um, everyone talks about the Uso, Uso's contract being up in two months but that just makes me wonder more when Naomi's contract is up possible scenario is Naomi's trying to get fired because if Jimmy leaves and says she's under contract for a length of time that would separate them she wants out so she can go with him <sighs> why what Naomi Naomi so Let's let's follow this down a rabbit hole. I'm gonna. I, I want. I really want to follow this because internet bullshit is really fucking me off at the moment. So I want to follow this down a rabbit hole. Okay. If you want to get fired, let's just go to Detroit. Drive down the wrong, wrong drive way down, of the road. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> if we drive down the wrong side of this Probably road and get just fired from WWE. Yeah. yeah just yeah. happen to be caught by a police officer. Oh. Oh. Yep. The police officers. They've. They've. You know, they've they've kind of pulled us over. I know, I know. Now let's do that. Let you get out of the car, take your shirt off, and square off against him. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. I mean, you're in Detroit. It's it's incredibly badly funded. The inter- the infrastructure is not great in Michigan in regards to police. They are known for being a little bit trigger happy, especially when it comes to um, what would be considered an ethnic minority. So you get yeah, out, you yeah. get out of the car and square up to this police officer and potentially get shot, so that we can get out of our multi million pound contract with several hours of TV guaranteed every single fucking week, and instead we can go and sit on the shelf in Cody's little 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 Roomba Federation which is just sucking up all this talent that we wouldn't want to work with so that, so what the Uso so where's the other Uso as well in this in this plan he's not trying to get fired is he um, well if his contract's up in two months according to that comment I don't know where they got that information from but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they, can, they can all just go to EAW and live happy ever after yeah, yeah um, that's the plan. That's a good plan. And then Roman Reigns can join them. Yeah, Roman Reigns will join mm. him. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, he's just not getting anywhere in WWE. Nowhere, nowhere, yeah. no, no. Obviously, <laughs> he's got to be unhappy. And then you know, Tamina and Nia Jax will follow suit. Yeah, yeah. Of course they will. Of course they will. Because then they're, the they're just family. not happy with that yeah. push. Not happy with that push. No. Not um, like that family hasn't been involved in WWE for decades yeah so. i mean let's talk about this family as well okay the 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 Anawahe family isn't it um there is an episode of um there is an episode of both what happened when with tony shivani and bruce pritchard's um something to wrestle with bruce pritchard um both of them talk about this family um, at various times when they stay in the same hotel with them even when Bruce Pritchard was the director of Ch- talent relations for the WWE um, back in the late 90s and this family were nowhere to be seen other than Rocky Maivia as a babyface who wasn't going over 
even at that point, during an evening when they were staying in the same hotel for completely unrelated reasons, Bruce Pritchard had to go over and pay his respects to that family. He had to knock on the door, he had to go in and pay his respects, and Vince had to do the same, because that's how respected they are in the industry. They didn't get to that position by intentionally getting fired by the biggest wrestling company in the fucking world. Whoever's writing this shit, living on a different planet. Yeah, 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 sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that's just my thoughts. That's just just throwing them out there. Um, (laughs) Who's going to win? Oh. Um, I think it's quite clear who's going to win. McMiz. Yeah. Um, yeah, McMiz are going to be the users. Let's, let's just put that out there. Yeah, I think I think we may as well. Um, I think unless... I mean, we, are we going to get a lengthy uh, title run? Yeah. Uh, I think unless a video is released where the Miz jizzes on Shane McMahon's baps, um, I can't really see this going the other way. Until Shane, eventually, possibly, turns heel. I reckon that's where it's going to go. Yeah, probably. Um, I, I think... You've got to build the Miz up to a stage now where the fans adore him mm. um, in order to get Shane McMahon the most heat when he does betray him. Um, but the Miz is so likable as a puppy dog. He is genuinely likable when he's got his puppy dog act on and he is going full-on puppy dog at the moment. Is it? Am I right? He's, he's kind of simpering. He's sycophantic. He is... Yeah, but he's, he's still using his heel tactics. Of course, but when they're in the hands when they're in the hands of somebody who's trying to impress a superior, they come across as simpering. They come across as adorable. It comes across as mischief. All boys will be boys. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, and I think it I think it is working for him in that way. Um, I don't know. Maybe the story will be different post WrestleMania. Anyway, it's a bad storyline. I don't like it. Oh, okay, go for it. I mean. Well, what's the point in putting them together? That's oh, I, ge- I, I, I genuinely couldn't tell you. <laughs> I gives give Shane McMahon something to do so that they can continue to um, sell Shane O'Mac t-shirts at WrestleManias. Um, I think I think what they're trying to do long term with Shane O'Mac and it is working to a degree is to make him um, a big four player. Um, when it comes to actually wrestling in the ring, um, have that have that almost Undertaker big match kind of feel to it, everything that he appears at, and if they can pull that off, because he's not spent much time actually doing the doing the house show circuit, he can still go. Um, granted, he doesn't go or he shouldn't be going as well as um, many of the people he's going against, but I think in Vince's eyes. Shane McMahon could be doing this reappear at WrestleMania thing 10 years time. When he's 60. Ric Flair did it. And Shane McMahon hasn't been beaten up anywhere near as much as Ric Flair had at this age. Um, He's going to continue to be healthy. Um, He's going to continue to work out. He's, He's an adamant... He's an um, adamant worker outer. Worker outer. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 <laughs> got that. Word, he's that got worker outer. Well, he's got that McMahon kind of bodybuilding thing. Vince McMahon wrestled um, into his late fifties yeah, um, on so. occasion, and I think that they're very much thinking in that way. If I'm honest, I genuinely think that they see him as a 
as an Undertaker style attraction, or at least Vince does. Um, in the, you know, you can jump off a of Helen Cell again when he's sixty and see if he survives that one. <laughs> Would you put it past him at this stage? No, not really. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not really. No. Exactly. If there's something to jump off, shame about going to jump yeah, off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Um, I don't think he deserves that position. Um, I think enough's enough. But yeah, <sighs> people are still going to buy that merch. People do. Money. Yeah, people do love Shane O'Mac. They do. They keep giving him that ching ching bling bling count the cheddar, don't they? And they do. They do. <laughs> On to the next match. <laughs> <laughs> Cruiserweight. Um, this Buddy will be on Murphy. Pre-show. Yeah, um, I reckon pre-show as well for this. I don't think it should be. I, I think I, it's been confirmed already. It's on pre-show. Cool. Um, <laughs> thoughts on Tazawa and Buddy Murphy. Um, uh, Tazawa's great in ring worker. Um, they've been using Brian Kendrick to build him back up to make him a viable contender against Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give it a little bit of a like, what is their spice to the match? But um, overall, Buddy is definitely going to go over. Buddy's on fire at the moment, even though he is doing the whole Kenny Omega thing with the um, V-Trigger. But other than that, yeah, he's um, really, really putting the work. Yeah, I, I think Buddy Murphy's fantastic. Um, I think he's got a great look. Um, I think because he's on that cusp of... Um, you know, he's he's kind of two oh five via two thirty five at this stage. Um I think he's one of those people who can bulk up to be a main event player um in the traditional Vince McMahon sense if he wants to. He could he could build himself and be three hundred pounds of he's pure muscle. Got if he the wants. Skills. Yeah. Um he's definitely he's, left his tactic partner Murphy in the dust, hasn't he? Um Murphy. Murphy. Buddy Murphy, the other one. What's his name? <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's that's, that's how that much, guy. Is yeah, is in the um, faction. What faction? I've forgotten the name of the fact. Forgotten Sons. See? Forgotten yeah. Sons. See? Already yeah. forgot. Yeah. Already yeah. forgotten. They are so good at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean Buddy Murphy is is doing very well. Um, Tazawa. <sighs> I would really like to see Tazawa in a situation where they give him time. Um, and I know he gets it on 205 Live, but if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no one... But no, no one can hear it, I know. No I know, one I know can what you're hear saying. it, is my point. <laughs> <laughs> just, wow, you just solved a... You just solved a 7,000 year old riddle. I know, I know. We, we, are, we are on the cusp <laughs> of the cutting edge here at JVAPE. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I would like to see him given that time. I, I don't think he needs to be good on the mic, um, but I think on the back of this, maybe next year, kind of keep him working hard and then eventually give him that badass heel run. Badass heel run. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, Definitely that, needs that. Yeah, he needs a badass heel run. He needs to be the kind of guy who his music hits, he walks down the aisle, does four moves no one's ever fucking seen anyone else do and wa- wanders back with leaving a... Trail of bodies in the ring. That's I was wearing a suit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just like Loki. Yeah, yeah, he could do that. He could do that. He could literally pull off the the Japanese Loki thing. Is he Japanese? No. Damn. <laughs> he's definitely not. Definitely not Japanese. No. Um, he's def- I think he's from Brooklyn. Oh. Loki. Yeah. No, I didn't mean Loki. I meant Tozawa. Oh yeah, no, he's from Japan. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say. Tazawa didn't strike me as a Brooklynite. Um, he didn't strike me as a as a. I don't know what Brooklyn people eat, but I was going to say a whatever Brooklyn people eat kind of guy. Pizza. A pizza guy. He doesn't. He, he yeah, strikes. Yeah. He definitely strikes me more as a ramen guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> right then. <laughs> Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush um, versus Finn Balor. Handicap match. Handicap match. The IC title. Finn Balor has had a lot of handicap matches recently. He um, recently beat Bobby Lashley on the go home Raw um, in a handicap match with Braun Strowman on his side. Um, so it looks like it was a case of looks like it was a case of one handicap for another. Um, I'm not quite sure. I didn't see the promo that led into the booking of that match. But uh, Finn Balor, Bobby Lashley, Leo Rush, what's going to happen? What are your thoughts? Because my thoughts are... What are your thoughts, I say, and then tell you what my thoughts are. Um, <laughs> my thoughts are that Finn Balor will go over, but he will go over Rush um, in an attempt to protect Lashley, even though we all know at this point he's a charisma vacuum and absolutely nothing can protect him. I reckon Lashley and Rush going over. I think it's about time we saw that demon and he needs to chase that title a bit longer getting him all crazy and then switching to the demon for Wrestlemania yeah that could work um, I think because we haven't seen the demon in like what three years we need to see the demon um, we do need to see the demon the last time the demon was even referenced was um, before his absolutely stunning match with AJ Styles when the mumps went around and sadly deprived us of seeing Sister Abigail in the flesh yeah no, no, that was the last time so it wasn't three years was it um, that was the last time it yeah. was referenced he never actually turned up as the demon because the demon faced AJ Styles was it the demon yeah, yeah. against AJ Styles yeah. okay I, I seem to remember it not being but I may be complete no you are right you are actually it right now I remember it yes it much. was probably the match of that year um, with no build really but absolutely no build necessary though no no um, and this is the thing about Finn Balor you can slot him into any slot um, which I think is his downfall you can slot him into any slot and he just goes um, he was in the universal title picture last month and absolutely fucking destroyed match. it what a match great match um, really wish we'd have seen him come back as the demon and defeat Brock Lesnar um, for me that story would be money um, I was your I mean, theory that the demon was going to come in the Royal Rumble? Yeah, my and theory was that. Yeah, that was got actually. Got instead, so that was great. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> she she is a demon, but not in the same way. Um, she is um, rhino plasterers are not a big fan of Nia Jax. She's a bit like the Big Show. Yeah, face heel, heel face. Just, just. Just flip, flick a coin. coin. Yeah. yeah, flip a coin before she goes out the curtain, and you've got Nia Jax. Or the big show. Or Eva. Yeah, it doesn't really <laughs> matter. Um, while we're talking about Nia Jax, actually, um, I did want to mention that WWE have been testing the waters recently in regards to intergender wrestling. They recently had an intergender match between her and Dean Ambrose at a house show. Mm, yeah. Um I haven't seen any reviews in regards to that. Are you aware of. I'm aware of the match, but. Yeah. Um, 
Do you but, think um, that they're not bringing it to the main show? Yeah, I don't think that they. I don't think that there would necessarily be that much call for it. Um, the problem is, is if you introduce a an intergender kind of division, then the only kind of people who can believably make an appearance at it or make an impact in it are people like Tamina and Jax. Um, I mean, that's no disrespect to anybody else, but can you imagine Sasha Banks versus Roman Reigns? Can you imagine Naomi versus Braun Strowman? Well, obviously, you've got to pick an opponent that's, that's going to mesh with them, like Candice LeRae. And yeah. Joe Ryan did a whole thing on, on the indie circuit. Of course, but then you kind of then you kind of create a new problem in that you have your um, you have your Sasha Banks and your Baileys effectively working on the men's undercard. Um, against wrestlers who are more their size um that is a potential avenue that that would end up in um so yeah i mean sasha banks could probably put on a classic match with someone like well all right sasha banks could probably put on a workable match with someone like zack ryder but (laughs) sasha banks is slightly better than zack ryder let's face it yeah well yeah yeah um but you know she's never going to be going face to face with seth rollins is she That'd be a good match. I'd it would be a good match. I'd, 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 I'd watch that match. That'd be I'd really watch good. that match, but you know who'd win? Sasha Banks. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. And then the four horse women versus the Shield with Kurt Angle. Yeah. Yeah. See it yeah. happening now. Yeah. WrestleMania 36. Tearing here we down come. the house. Tearing down the house. Hell in the cell. Absolutely. Hell in the cell. Why <laughs> yeah. not? Why yeah, not? Why not? Yeah. Let's throw, yeah. It, let's throw it out there. Yeah. Make it happen, WWE. Make it happen. <laughs> I want to see that match now. In fact, I want to see it more than I want to see um, four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. Against the four horsewomen. Against the four horsewomen. Yeah. How many horsewomen is that? That's like 16 that yeah, we just right. talked about. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, I, mm, I... I don't think that that's going to be much of a match. Well, no, because you've got... Those other two, what are the names? Uh, Duke and the other one. Xena Warrior Princess and... Um, let's, let's Play Girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah those yeah. ones. Yeah, they're yeah. just terrible. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not They're not ring ready. They are not ring ready. They're, they're, they feel rushed onto the scene. I get it. You've got Shayna Baszler with the title on. You've got Ronda Rousey with the title on. So you want the four horsewomen so that you can say it's there. You've got the four horsewomen of UFC. You've got the four horsewomen of WWE. But at the same time, just rushing two people into the ring who are clearly not ready um, is not going to make me anticipate this match anymore. It could happen in like four years' time, maybe. But by that time, the buzz will be gone. No one will care. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. So, yep, send them back to OVW. Right then, Um, Rousey versus Rowdy Rousey Ronda uh, Ronda Rousey Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. That is one hell of a tongue twister. Um, Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. How many times do you think they're going to call them the wrong thing on the commentary booth during this match? Zero. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say they're gonna be professional about it. They're gonna get it right. <laughs> I. I don't necessarily. It depends who's commentating, doesn't it? I suppose it's raw. So we have got Michael Cole, Rene, and also the other guy. Ah, uh, yeah. Michael Cole literally has got to the stage now where he can just like Vince McMahon talks into the headset and he will just be able to repeat. So you know, word but, for word. 
Yeah, yeah. sometimes they actually don't need the connection now. Um, Vince McMahon just go. He, flips a switch in his brain and Corey Graves there we go Corey Graves that's yeah, it that's the it. ice gem Corey Graves yeah yeah um, so Rousey is clearly going over clearly because otherwise there'd be no WrestleMania match that they've been building yeah um, uh, well I'd like to see it just happen one year where they're just like they build up a big Wrestlemania match you just flip the, and then flip the script <laughs> flip the script just completely and then I mean the only thing that would make this any better if this were to happen this year um, would be if Carmella won it just because the chicken, internet would be like floss. what the fuck yeah yeah just floss to a victory yeah fuck it get get May Young in might yeah. as well she can bring, bring a hand son yeah yeah daughter yeah yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I'm surprised they haven't actually done the done the get these hands. Um, that will be that. Well, obviously they can't now, but it would it would have been a great punchline. Um, get these hands. I've got a hand of my own. Yeah, you see, you <laughs> see? that would have been really good. But no, no, sadly not. Um, yeah, R- R- Rousey is going over. Um, obviously, fire armbar, which doesn't look like an armbar. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a weird move. Because you can clearly see the bend is just the elbows. There's no talk. There's nothing. So before we get on to the main event, um, we would like to just take a bit of a segue a, a segue out here and just talk about um, our mispronunciation of Walter's name of the week from Nigel McGuinness, um, who <laughs> has now gone from calling him Walter... Um, that's Volta with a V, like the Mars Volta, um, and is now taken to calling him Bolter. I believe you spotted this, Jay. Bolter, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Bolter. Bolter, his, his name's Walter, but... We speculated earlier as I was having my completely filling um, mushroom Benedict at um, Weatherspoons, and Jay was, Jay was keeping it light with a full breakfast. Yeah, light. Um, Yep. Um, we speculated earlier that maybe he is afraid to say the word Walter because it will make him sound like a twat <laughs> with his with his rather heavy um, English accent. Walter. Walter. <laughs> well, you can see that Walter there. Oh, that's quite a good Nigel Mi- yeah, Nigel McGuinness, isn't it? Bad. Yeah. Not too bad. Can you do a Nigel McGuinness? No. <laughs> right then. So made event. <laughs> Brian, Joe, did we miss Braun and 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 Corbin, whatever? Oh yes, Baron we did. Whatever. We did. Yeah. We did miss Strowman versus Baron, whatever. Um, so first thing, Strowman's now a face again, I believe. Yes, he is, and yeah. he is mid card doing nothing. Yeah, of course. Um, or lower mid card doing nothing. So way to use talent. Um, WWE, someone grabs that brass ring and Yay. you let it peter out because you're too yeah. busy jizzing over Roman Reigns um, which is pretty much what happened wasn't it um, with his the guy was on fire you, he you was read, on fire no, the guy, no, the guy was. was absolutely on fire and because they were trying to juggle all these different disparate parts that didn't need to be in the title scene at that time um, Roman Reigns needed a break um, from the title scene round about SummerSlam time um, it's only fate that has caused that to happen. Um, get that, get well soon, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel that they've mishandled Strowman pretty much since, um, pretty much since the victory in Saudi Arabia of the Greatest Royal Rumble. 
Um, Jay's scratching his leg, so he can't concur, but I'm sure he's nodding his head inside. And, yeah, Baron Corbin. <sighs> that guy can't wrestle. Like, why is he there? I thought Baron Corbin was really good. Um, he was on the cusp in NXT. I yeah. reckon he would have ended up with the belt, basically, the title, mm. or the championship, whatever you want to call it. But, but then he got thrown straight into the main roster. Yeah, okay. But when did he get thrown straight into the main roster? We're talking WrestleMania last year, aren't we? Post-WrestleMania last year? It's about three years ago. Was it about three years yeah. ago? Okay, so at this point he's been with the company for six years. Yeah, I'd say it, so. Yeah, because um, obviously he was in NXT pretty much from when they became when they became NXT on the back of OVW, um, as revealed in Breaking Ground season one. FCW. FCW. I yeah. don't. I don't. Whatever. FCW Championship yeah, Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's been with the company for six years. He was just about on the cusp. You are entirely right. They had that. Was he the one who they had the countdown with? Where he'd enter the ring and they'd count down until he beat them. They'd count the seconds until he beat them. Mm. The audience would... Li he'd get in the ring. The audience would literally... One, two, three, four, five, six. And then he'd pull his finishing move and would... I don't, the I don't that's quite what remember that video. He was in a program with Balor and also yeah. um, Samoa Joe. Yeah. But I don't remember so, the counting thing. I, do, I definitely do, and mm. I'm pretty sure it was him. Um, okay. So, but then, at that point, if you'd have left him in at NXT at that point, can you imagine any of the subsequent title pictures in NXT containing Baron Corbin without there being one too many people? Because you've got Joe, Nakamura, then you've got, obviously, Tommaso Ciampa and, Ale uh, um, and Alistair Black. That's my thoughts as well. Bobby Roode, you couldn't really put Baron Corbin in that because well, it was no, a not really. picture perfect feud. But at the time, hmm. at the time, it, it seemed plausible. Yeah, of course, it did seem plausible. But now it, it's just yeah. me and life. Like years away from that now. Um, mm. And what's this suit thing about? Why is he still wearing a suit? Um, I like the image, but the the wrestling's just not there anymore. Um, he's he happy to be there. Just happy to be there. Yeah, yeah, he's filling filling in the blanks. He's ticking the boxes. Um, lost the fire. Yeah, looks yeah. like it. Complacent. Complacent. Yeah. Speaking of complacency, um, Randy Orton. <laughs> Back to Randy Orton. Well, we 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 haven't entered Randy or Randy Orton yet. On the last show, I think we we touched on it. Yeah, yeah, fair play, fair play. Um, so, Elimination Chamber finally has it. Oh, we didn't say who we thought was going to win. It's clearly going to be Strowman. Strowman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Orton, Styles, Hardy, Kingston, Joe, and Brian, Elimination Chamber. Kingston. Um, Kingston. Tell me all about this Kofi Kingston thing and what's happened with Mustafa Ali because I haven't actually been that up on it. I'm aware that Mustafa Ali recently got injured and I've and we saw that. Um, but now we we watched yeah. it on the last episode because yeah, filled Mustafa Ali's place. So Kingston ended up fighting in this gauntlet, and he's, match. he's also um, taking the booking 
is the booking from do you reckon Asaf it's Rally. a full-on do you reckon it's a full-on booking swap yeah yeah as in just pure they've just literally it's a, it's a booking a- swap because they're trying to build with Mustafa Ali and obviously he's out now so they've just slotted in someone who's a similar build can do the kind of the same things that Mustafa Ali mm. can do okay. and it happens to be Kingston and he's filling it nicely because mm. the fans are loving it backstage apparently loving it as well yeah I mean that's fair. I, there's a high chance it's looking like there's a high possibility Kingston could walk away with that title I think you really believe that Kofi Kingston all of a sudden is the Smackdown it's on fire mate yeah I need to really watch this gauntlet match I really in it do. for an hour wasn't he just yeah. over an hour in it for an hour I I mean if I'm honest I've never even bought myself to watch the first gauntlet match on Raw which I've, I've been meaning to and just never have um but I really need to watch this one with with Kingston in it because it sounds like an absolute an absolute work um, and how how good it must be um, because an hour Kofi Kingston to make that believable considering and that's no offense Kofi Kingston but the guy has been the guy has been the same build the same kind of place on the card for nearly fifteen years at this stage yeah yeah um, we had that that one time Randy Orton where he got a push. That sort of fizzled out. When about was when abouts was that? Because yeah, I can't really remember. Two thousand six. You're going deep into that kind of um, semi kind of semi kind of well mid noughties almost at the PG era, um, yeah. ruthless aggression kind of era when everything kind of became a bit wishy washy. So I'm not kind of I kind of don't remember this push at all. Um, but overall, he just didn't quite make it, or just Randy up and buried him. I don't know. Randy only put him over. I don't know what happened to him. Randy oh. was more than happy to put him over. Obviously, he didn't win the match, but yeah. Well, Randy Orton's pretty much happy to do anything as long as he gets paid. Well, you know, just come in, do an RKO, and pin AJ Styles at the end of the gauntlet. Yeah, that was um, <laughs> that was quite impressive. I definitely enjoyed that. You have somebody like Kingston put in probably one of the best performances of his in-ring career at this point. Um, so I've been told I haven't actually watched this gauntlet match yet but saw saw clips of it um, and then Randy Orton just kind of does his thing I'm wondering yeah, whether wins. <laughs> yeah I'm wondering whether it's like um, whether it's just a case of him sat there with AJ like dude I ain't I ain't walking down that aisle I'm just gonna just gonna wander in and just okay you and yeah that'll do and then I get paid yeah then um, I get paid that's that's you know shits in Kofi Kingston's bag on the way out and um, <laughs> yeah off he goes off he goes driving down the highway yep being Randy Orton who's going <laughs> to win this then you reckon Kingston I reckon Kingston doesn't have a high chance of winning it but to be honest with you I think I think um, Brian will retain I think Brian I think Brian will be better who's who's he going into WrestleMania against again um, the, the title picture is so um, he hasn't got a, a match yet so Ooh, so you could have Brian Styles would be the safe option, obviously. Mm. I would like to see Brian Kingston at WrestleMania. That would be very good, wouldn't it? That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, I they've, think they've already proven that they, they've got a good chemistry. Yeah. So I I think they've got a great chemistry. I think Brian Kingston WrestleMania. If that a switch up it would make it interesting for a WrestleMania setting and the whole thing over and over again that would be I think really I think they would I think that really, would really could see. that would genuinely put butts in seats um, not in an ironic Tony Schiavone way but in a in an actual fact Mick Foley winning the title way just because it would be so different 
to what people have seen. Um, WrestleMania, you usually see a line of perfectly chiseled individuals who are all well over 250. But if Kingston was to walk away with it, there's no rematches as such, is there? No, this is true. So Brian would have to claw his way back into the title picture. He would have so, to earn his spot again. Yeah. That would be great, seeing Kingston in a spot where he is the... Um, does the reverse Ric Flair in that he's the kind of guy who most people would typically think shouldn't be holding the title um, because he doesn't necessarily have the build or the um, or the or the legacy to. Um, Not as Brian, so. Oh yeah, no, AJ this is Donald. true. Um, but Brian does have the legacy to, um, give or take. Um, Kingston, there, first kind of world title um, holding. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I can't think of any time when he's ever held a notable singles title, let alone... It's the IC, isn't it? Yeah, there's the IC, um, but that always kind of puts him in the same position as other kind of IC... He's been tag team competitive, won many titles in tag team. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, putting him in that position where he just dodges the bullet every time... Um, you could take that to SummerSlam, probably even Survivor Series if you really wanted. Um, yeah. And then he would be the first African-American to be WWE champion. Mm. Um, so when we say to be WWE champion, I've kind of lost track as to which belt is which at this stage. Uh, <laughs> well, so obviously Booker held the big gold belt, didn't he? Not he held the big gold belt, which don't think I believe... he held the WWE championship. The big gold belt... Um, yeah, so Booker held the big gold belt. Then it became the undisputed championship. Yep. Um, which then became the WWE championship. Yep. And then the universal title came into the picture after that. Is that correct? The big red belt, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the big red belt. Or, as we know it, Brock Lesnar's title. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Brock Lesnar championship. So, yeah. That's pretty much where we are with that. I would be very interested to see Kofi Kingston in that. I would love to see that in a main event. I would love to see Kofi Kingston get so fucking over, and I think he has that ability to get as over as Becky oh, Lynch. Yeah, and could you imagine a WrestleMania double main event with Kofi Kingston and Becky Lynch as the two super faces at the end of the card? Can you imagine that? Sounds good to me. That, to me, would be... You want to show the world that you're changing, that this is a changing of the guard, WWE. You want to show that you're shaking stuff up. That, to me, would shake stuff up because they are currently seeming to be your most popular competitors on WWE TV at the moment. Now, granted, that can change week in, week out. I mean, this time last week, even, I didn't expect to be talking about Kofi Kingston legitimately going to WrestleMania as a singles competitor for a title, but anything can change in a week so very excited about what could come out of this I'm also a little bit trepidatious trepidatious I don't know I'm a little bit worried that this could just be more of the same um, this entire event final thoughts to be fair looking at the card I don't think it's going to be a very good show I think the last Elimination Chamber mm-hmm. is is going to be a good match, but the rest of the card is looking like it's going to be pretty dismal. 
Okie dokie. <laughs> yeah. Signing off on a good note, everyone. Um, I think that I think there's going to be some standout moments. I think it's probably, again, going to be from either the people that we expect them to come from or people that we hope they come from. Um, but, for instance, I reckon Sasha Banks and Bailey are going to put in a good showing. I um, reckon Balor is going to win. That's my... But then I am basing all of this on hope. Um, he's, he's definitely not going to win. We are going to get the demon at WrestleMania this time. I hope so. Um, but I hope that he wins as well. I hope he wins <laughs> and then becomes the demon and then wins the universal title and then decides to turn heel and then becomes um, and then leads the Bullet Club to a brand new fanciful day and by, by SummerSlam we've pretty much got New Japan. And it's all wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. what it's going to end up anyway because yeah. everyone's going there, right? Everyone's going there. Um, in fact, the other day they rang me and offered me um, offered me a title shot against Kenny Omega. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was Great. considering yeah. going for it, um, but then I decided I'm, I'm much happier just sat in here talking to you, Jay. Oh, excellent. Thanks for that. Yeah, no, you're welcome. You're welcome. I took one for the team. Cool. Um, so <laughs> we will be back at some point. Um, we're not sure when. And we're not sure when. But it's it's going to happen. It is definitely going to happen. Um, we may have a post elimination chamber show we may have a post elimination chamber show we're just working out the technology um, of a phone <laughs> and doing this over the phone yeah um, so so, that would be an interesting experience yeah we're going to see whether that works um, I know that um, Bruce Pritchard has one of the best podcasts in the world apparently um, and that that was all done over the phone um, so we're going we're gonna to just try out our technologies and see if we can get that in a workable way if we can then obviously we can get more regular content up um, we're available on Twitter of course um, that is um, that is JFade Podcast um, hashtag JFade Podcast but if you're listening to this you already know that you probably do um, there's also hashtag uh, sorry there's also jfabepodcast at gmail.com which is an email address that I might check at some point uh, <laughs> <laughs> other than that we are trying out Stitcher this week so that's going to be our podcast platform that we now try out but there is also going to be um, of course our SoundCloud stuff please leave a comment at any point in the timeline that you think we say something funny because SoundCloud lets you do that um and if you just want to call me a twat, um, this is the moment to do it. Um, and if you want to not call me a twat and talk about how great I am. Um, and also you can mention Jet if you want. Oh, thanks. Cheers. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Be back soon. See you later, internet. Bye, internet. Bye, internet. Bye. Beard and bear. Yeah, beard and bear. 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 Beard and b